Blessed Sunday, everybody, and welcome to Grow Point Dumagueri Worship at Home. Today, we would look at another giant that we face in life, and we will learn from God's Word how we can overcome and rise above it. But before that, let's pray together and ask God to bless our time as we study God's Word. Our Heavenly Father, we are so thankful, Lord, for this beautiful day. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your presence with us and in us. Father, we ask that you will make yourself known. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will teach us from your word, that you will instruct and inspire us to live in victory, applying your word, appropriating your power for each one of us. May we live victoriously in the name of Jesus. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. The title of my message today is Victory Over Discouragement as we continue with our series, Living in Victory. I read a story about Lawrence Hanrati, who was named the unluckiest man in New York. He was profiled by the Los Angeles Times. Lawrence was nearly electrocuted to death in a construction site accident in 1984. Then he was in a coma for several weeks in the hospital. And while he was lying in bed in the hospital, his lawyers were fighting for his liability claim until one of his lawyers was disbarred and two of them died. One of them ran away with his wife. Lawrence lost his car in an accident. And after investigating police left the, the accident scene, thieves came and robbed him. His landlord tried to evict him and he suffered from depression. He required a canister of oxygen to breathe and needed to take 42 pills per day for his heart and liver ailment. But one glorious day, a councilman took up his cause and neighbors helped and rallied for him. Lawrence Hanrati summed up his life with these words. There's always hope. Kung magunoon na ka no, based sa description, based ay ang mga nangagayans, kinabuhin mo nga, mo na ginagin yung pinakadimalas na tao, kung tinood mo nga lang dimalas. Grabe dyan ang iyang kasinatian sa kinabuhin. But in the end, nainitabang niya, and ganahan ko siyang attitude niya siya nga, there's always hope. Now let me ask you a question. Have you ever been in a series of unthinkable calamities in life? Sama ni Lawrence Hanrati. Have you ever been in a situation where you can't seem to find a way out in a very hard and frustrating situation? Have you ever been discouraged in life? Have you ever asked yourself these questions? How can I ever rise up again? How can I cope up and recover? How can I ever move on in life? I am just too discouraged. What can you do when you find out that you have the world's deadliest disease? And I'm not talking about cancer. I'm not even talking about you know, heart disease or liver cancer or leukemia. I'm not talking about these things. I'm not even talking about dengue or AIDS, not even COVID-19. The deadliest disease is called discouragement. 
You might ask, why is discouragement a deadly disease, I say? Because, as I've learned from someone, okay, and I'm sure many of you can relate to this, many of you will agree to this. Discouragement is a deadly disease because it, everyone gets it. All of us get discouraged at one point in our lives. It is common to men, and even Christians get discouraged. Number two, it is deadly because it is recurring. It means this is not a once-in-a-lifetime experience. You get discouraged. I get discouraged multiple times. Thirdly, discouragement is deadly because it is highly contagious. It's worse than COVID-19. People around you get discouraged when you are discouraged, especially those who look up to you, those who are close to you. Now that's the bad news, but here's the good news. The good news is, even though this is like a spiritual deadly disease, because it gets everyone, it is recurring, and it's very contagious, discouragement is curable. There is cure for discouragement. We will learn about the causes and the cure or what I would call the reasons for and the responses to discouragement so that we would live in victory for the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So here's the main idea of my message this morning. Discouragement is every Christian's foe that must be fought and overcome. Discouragement is every Christian's foe that every Christian must face, must fight, and overcome. As Christians, we can win the battle against discouragement and we can live victoriously by the power of God. Daggan kay mga tao, daggan kay mga Christians especially, ang discourage kayo sila ang kinabuhi. Discourage kayo tungod sa ilang mga kasanitian. Discourage kayo tungod sa tinagdan sa mga tao sa ilahang palibot, sa ilang small group, sa ilahang church, sa ilang community. Mawadaan sila gana. Di na sila ganahan. Wala na yung kanabitong uh, kaikag, wala na yung kanabitong uh, pagmaya sa pagpangalagad sa ginoo. And ako ang hando, mga kong prayer, ako ang gipangayo sa ginoong Lord, may you give us encouragement this morning. May you encourage our hearts. May you rekindle the fire, the love, the commitment, the dedication that we once have. May we find our first love. May you bring us back to yourself. So the question for us this morning is, what should we do to overcome discouragements? And there are four common causes or four common reasons okay, we need to know and four Christian responses we must learn to overcome discouragement. Ang atong tunan karong buntaga is ang story nga nasa Nehemiah chapter 4. Okay? Kani mga panahon si Nehemiah and the people of Israel were trying to build the wall around the city. Because the wall is very important sa ilang panahon. It provides safety, it provides security, and it provides defense against, you know, approaching and attacking enemies. So in Nehemiah 4, we can learn why people discourage and how to overcome it. We can learn what we need to do if we feel like we need to give up. If, you're, if you feel like giving up in life, you feel discouraged. Meanwhile, it is worth noting that discouragements normally come when we are halfway through with whatever we're engaging in, whatever we are committed to. So kung halfway na ganit, nastunga-tunga ba? 
Okay? Kung na kay project, kung na kay commitment, okay? Halfway through na din na ang discouragement. Mobita na nga kasagaran wa jud matiwas ang mga tao. Okay? Excited sa bagong project but halfway through they they quit. Uban excited kay sa new relationship, new marriage, halfway through they quit. They go away with someone else. Wow, because they get discouraged. After we have started with a great excitement, you know, with a great excitement on a project, as I've said, okay, we reach the middle and we begin to entertain thoughts in our minds that seem to highlight how far we are still from accomplishing our goal, from finishing the task at hand. Our hearts and minds are discouraged. We begin to entertain voices in our heads that tell us we cannot finish it. We can't achieve it. We can't accomplish the mission. So let's learn from Nehemiah and the people of God. Okay, recorded for us here in Nehemiah chapter 4. And we'll cover a few verses in this beautiful chapter. So first of all, let's look at some common reasons for discouragement. Number one, the first reason for discouragement is what we will call fatigue. Kapoy. Okay? Kung ato kag verse 10, Moni ang mabasahan ni mo sa pulong sa ginoo. Sa chapter 4 sa Nehemiah. In Judah it was said, The strength of the laborer fails. So why do people get discouraged? The first reason is fatigue. They just get tired. Okay? The strength of those who bear the burdens is failing according to another translation. In other words, they had been working a long time and were physically exhausted. People were simply worn out physically. So kanisang na discouragement is because of physical challenge. Naabot na siguro ang limit, you know, physically. So this is physical. Sometimes people think that their discouragement is a spiritual problem and they say, maybe I just need to, you know, recommit to the Lord or, you know, re-engage Him in my personal devotion and my prayer. Or maybe I just, I, I need to read more, I need to pray more, I need to do more for Him. And although that is certainly good and that is helpful in, you know, combating and overcoming discouragement, sometimes what we just need to do to overcome our discouragement is to have a good rest. Okay? What is needed sometimes is simply to rest, to relax, you know, chill out. Physical naman good. Our bodies can only do much. Nagitay limit. We are to work for six days and then one day okay, is for the Lord and take your Sabbath day of rest. Sometimes the most spiritual thing we can do is take a good rest. Sleep. Okay, and give your bodies rest. And as I've mentioned, discouragement comes when we are halfway through with whatever we're doing. Kaya naman sa verse 6 in Nehemiah chapter 4, So we built the wall, and all the wall was joined together to half its height. For the people had a mind to work. And after they worked to build half of the wall, discouragement came to the laborers, and they were getting tired, and the excitement of the new project has gone away. Nawala na. Now, in 2018, motoy pag move na mo sa mga bago nga, nga balay. So shortly after we move in that year, in 2018, 
you know, the Lord blessed us financially and the Lord provided so we can, you know, paint the walls and the ceiling in, of, of that house. Siyempre, you know, as a new homeowner, excited kay ko. I was very excited nga, nga na ko, okay, I'll do it myself kay para makasave po me. Uh, instead nga musweldo me, mubayad me sa uh, tigpe, tigpintal, ako na lang mupintal. Okay? Kaya naman po ko uh, experience ako na maminta sa mga balay ko sa akong papa. So dako-dako mig na-save uh, and uh, I did that for another reason. Gawas nga excited ko, gawas nga ganaan ka mo save. Because ganaan ko nga, kung unsay klasik pintan nga akong ganaan ibutang sa akong balay, mapalit na ako at sigurado kung na ako ay funding na ako ay kwarta. And so, I went to the ano, uh, katong hardware and bought the necessary stuff I needed to uh, work on the project. So, nagsugisog lang din ako. And if you know about, uh, anything about painting, you know that you cannot actually begin to paint okay, until you've done all the preparatory work that is necessary. Kana yung mga lansa nga kinalan ni mong pataupon, yung mong butangag filler, na yung mga cracks nga yung mong butangag you know, filler, and so on and so forth. You need to do sanding and everything. And when I have done all of that, Okay, sa mga gamay nga balay, and then naka-primer na ko, okay, first coating, kabula ko, sige, bati na ko. Naglantaw ko, okay, ready na na siya nga pintalan dyan sa classic pintal, you know, with the, the color that we wanted. But I felt a very, kung ang kayo nga classic pain sa akong right shoulder. In fact, until today, if I raise my, my arms, you know, in an extended period of time, Katong pain mo balik siya. I think may injured ko uh, tungod ato. And yan ako sa kagalingon. <laughs> actually, I began to actually entertain the thought nga okay raman din yung puti. Okay raman yung primer. Makasave pa tagkwarta. Primer na lang, uy. Importante nga na pintal. Diliin na naka ngilad. Diliin nga nakaabog. I was halfway through the project and I began to get discouraged because I was physically Tired. My body was aching. Wow. One coating was enough. And I did not want to continue. And a lot of times we get discouraged because we are just plain physically tired. It usually happens about midpoint. And that's why a lot of people don't get to accomplish anything completely even reading or following their Bible reading plan. Daggan ka yung dili makasunod na. Kaya kapuya na ta. Inikabot natos tunga-tunga. Right? So, unang reason for discouragement, fatigue. Second reason is frustration. Go back to Nehemiah chapter 4 and verse 10. In Judah it was said, the strength of the laborer fails since there is so much rubble. There is so much rubble. I'd say this is emotional. Okay? You are frustrated. They were discouraged because they're tired and then they were frustrated. Why? Because of the rubble. They were building a new wall, but the old broken rocks and debris were everywhere. They looked at this mountain of rubble and debris right before them and they lost sight of their goal and that is to build a new wall. There was too much junk, too much pile of dirt. They did not know how to get rid of them and get on the project. 
You see, going back to our house, pagpalit naman ng balaya, gamay raman na siya kayo, you know, napintala na ang gawas, it looks good on the outside, but it's an empty shell in the inside. As in, literally nothing. Walay ceiling, walay uh, tiles on floor, the toilet is empty, walay kitchen, nothing. And ikaw pa'y mo patrabahatanan. So, we did all of the construction, Okay, kaburaran mo siya giant matchbox with a roof on. Mora gina siya. So, you know, we decided to have, I mean, to, to, to develop the place. Of course, kaganana mong puyan. And then, later on, we decided to utilize the small space in front. And so, we wanted to build a front porch. And pag-ingon dun sa panday nga, um, Pastor, kinanglan man nato ng bakbako ng kuan. Kaning salog ani kay nipis kayo unya murag humok ra kayo nga pagkasimento ngalot ko kung uloy ko nga no sige sige mo man kay gikinahanglan gyud so gibakbak pa giukal pa dagkan pa kayang gibuhat ga remating pa sa kabilya and everything and it was a bit frustrating ganiana ko may pidi na lang dagay ni dayon nun oy butangan na lang nato ni giyuta nya patubuag sagbot Okay, kasi sa itiles pa. Right? I was filled with frustration and I thought about the waste of money. You know, I thought about the amount of work. I thought about the additional expenses and everything. And it was a bit frustrating. What is the rubbish and the rubble in your life right now? Unsa may naghinder nimo from accomplishing what you believe is God's plan and God's purpose for your life. A lot of times it's the trivial things that waste our time and consume our energy and frustrates us and keeps us from becoming all that God wants us to be and accomplishing all that God wants us and has called us to do. The rubble in your life are those Things that get in your way and hinders you from accomplishing your goals as you seek to do God's will and live according to His purpose for your life. And a lot of times, it is very, very frustrating. Frustration can lead to discouragement. So people get discouraged because of fatigue. They're just plainly, you know, physically tired. And secondly, because of frustration. Emotionally, they are bothered, okay? And they're, you know, down emotionally. The third reason is failure. Failure. Go back to verse 10 of Nehemiah chapter 4. In Judah, it was said, the strength of the laborer fails. Since there is so much rubble, we will never be able to rebuild the wall. Sa ilang ano na, di na ginisya ma-accomplish. Imposible ni siya. Gikapoy na mi, daggan pa kayo ng mga binakbak, daggan pa kayo ng mga bato, mga, mga, mga hugaw, okay? Nga kinanglan na mong inispatsar, and katunga pa yato na-accomplish. The enemies are approaching, we're hearing their voices, they're sending us, you know, intimidating uh, words, they're mocking us, they're despising us, and so on and so forth. Do you understand what they're saying? They were saying, we can't do it, it is impossible. We give up. The people were unable to finish the building of the wall as quickly as they wanted to, and that resulted in their discouragement. 
Plus, of course, they were hearing words from Sanbalat. You know, listen to this, verse, verse 1 and verse 2. Now, when Sanbalat heard that they were building the wall, he was angry and greatly enraged, and he jeered the Jews. He became furious and he mocked the Jews, verse 2. And he said, in the presence of his brothers and, and of the army of Samaria, what are these feeble Jews doing? Will they restore it for themselves? Will they sacrifice? Will they finish it up in a day? Will they revive the stones out of the hips of rubbish or burned ones at that? Wow. Kung ikaw kung ano'y nasa ilahang lugar ba, kapoy na sila physically, wala nila na-reach ang ilahang goal nga, dapat mahumana on this day, dagan pa kayong pile of debris nga, kailangan nilang, you know, hipuson. And then napadyaningon nga, mga kaaway nila were approaching. Nagihadlok sila, gintimidate sila, gimok sila. In fact, ningon pag dito, no? Ang usang, maskin pa ko na rin siya sa verse 3. Indeed, even if a fox climb up what they're building, he would break down their stone wall. So in other words, they were saying, ah, pakyas na mga tawa na, ipalpak na mga tawa na, kanay ilang imun, maskin pag, naray iro. Kaya pa di mo ta kailag fax, na iro nga mo tong tawa na, matumpak na na dahil, useless na ilang ginagawa. That was discouraging for them. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever been in a similar situation when you were under immense pressure from both in the inside and from the outside? Di lalim. Okay? Di matabang. Kapoy kayo. How do you handle that? How do you handle failures in life? Or at least, a mindset ba? If ang imong unuuna bito, mo give in na gani, nga sa imong unuuna, wa na pakyas na mentally you have given up. So kaganina, you know, katong fatigue, physical, frustration is emotional. I believe kaning failure is mainly psychological or mental. Okay? Nasi mong unhauna. When you fail, how do you handle that? Do you have a pity party? Do you start comparing yourself to others and end up being even more discouraged? Do you start complaining and blaming others? Kapala mo ang sekalainan sa winner from those who are losers? Winners are different from losers because they look at failure as being simply a temporary situation. A temporary setback, so to speak. To them, past failures are stepping stones and motivations for future success. In 2013, kaya ko, San Antonio Spurs fan man ko, kaniyad to. Ni-change na kong team karon Kaya nawala na dito akong favorite player. Nawala na itong karaan nga big three. So, when I was still a San Antonio Spurs fan, Um, I watched the 2013 finals against the Miami Heat. And they were leading, by the way, in that matchup. They needed to win just one more game to become the NBA champion and get their fifth championship. Apparently, they made some costly mistakes. And ultimately, they lost to the Miami Heat. And it is said that the pain of that loss made them a stronger team. They learned a lot of lessons from their mistakes and they used their past failure to motivate them to succeed. In which they did, by the way. The following year, 2014, they met 
Again, they nagmatch up sila sa Miami Heat, and this time they won and snatched their fifth NBA championship as the San Antonio Spurs was the champion of that year. So, depende si mga attitude. Okay? Kaning failure na ni sa tong na magsugod. Kung imong imong na ni give up na kadan, pakyas na kadan, mapakyas gid ka. Right? So, fourth reason why people get discouraged. Ganina fatigue, we have frustration, okay? And then we have failure, and this one, we call it fear. This one, I believe, is mainly spiritual. Ningun pa sa verse 11, And our enemies said, They won't know or see anything until we're among them and kill them and stop the work. When they hear that, they feared for their lives. There were people in that land, of course, who did not, you know, agree with the building of the wall in Israel. And of course, they were the enemies of the Jews. Okay, ang wall mangot to provided safety and defense for the city. And obviously, they did not want these Jews to continue building that wall and finish it. They wanted to discourage them from finishing the wall so they can attack them and conquer them. So, they criticized the Jews. Ah, you will not be able to finish it. How can you finish it, you feeble ones? And if ever, even if a fox will jump on it, <laughs> it will collapse. It will fall down and break down. They criticized the Jews. They mocked the Jews. Lastly, they threatened them. We will come and kill you. Patyon mo na mo, kung upadahingin mo, karong di nanggidan niyo matiwas. Okay? In fact, let's go back to verse 3. Tobiah the Amorite, the Ammonite rather, was beside him and he said, Yes, what they are building, if a fox goes up on it, they will break down the stone wall. Verse 7, when Sanballat and Tobiah and the Arabs and the Ammonites and the Ashdodites heard that the repairing of the walls of Jerusalem was going forward and that the breaches were beginning to be closed, they were angry, very angry. And they all plotted together to come and fight against Jerusalem and to cause confusion in it. And this discouraged the laborers. Na discouraged sila tungodana. Notice who got discouraged first. Katubita ang mga Israelites nga nagpuyo nga dool-dool sa mga kontra nila. Mutoy unang nakadungog, mutoy unang na-discourage. Ilahap mong ipanabi sa ubang mga Israelites, ang uban pod natakdan sa ilahang pagka-discourage. And we must learn that when we hang around negative persons long enough, we will also get their negativism. We will pick it up from them. It can't be done, it can't be done, it can't be done. Later on, it can't be done, it can't be done, it can't be done. Manakud, discouragement is contagious. Kusog ni siyang manakud. Sige ka kuyog og mga nega kayo. Ah, ikaw pod manega pod ka. Right? Man negative ka nga pagkatao. Sige ka kuyog og pessimistic ang mga tao, mapessimistic sad ka. Sige ka kuyog og critical ang mga tao, makritikal sad ka. Sige ka kuyog og mga unbelieving kayo, ah, ma-unbelieving, ma-unbelieving pod ka. Okay? What an kagsalig. So let me ask you a question. Magunaw na ka ba? Muni siya negative nga application sa faith comes by hearing. Okay? Tuhuan ni mo kung unsay sige ni mong madunggan. Okay? 
So careful kung unsa imong ginaalaw nga madunggan nimo. So let me ask you a question. What are your fears that are discouraging you right now? Do you have fear of of criticism or do you are you afraid of embarrassment? Okay? And are you afraid to take the next big step because you have a fear of failure? What's keeping you from moving forward? What's discouraging you today? Are you tired? Struggling and being discouraged because you're fatigued? Are you frustrated emotionally? You know, you look at your life and uh, you know you want to be there. Nai vision, nai goal. You know where to go, but then it's just too much. Okay. Are you, are you struggling with failure? Do you have fears? Remember this. Fear always discourages. So how can we overcome discouragement? So mo mga common reasons. Now let's go to the Christian responses to discouragement. Number one, if we're going to overcome discouragement, the first thing we need to do is refocus and come in God's presence. Refocus and come in God's presence. No, verse 1, si Sanbalat nakadungog nga ang rebuilding sa wall, was moving forward, he was very angry, he was furious, he mocked and criticized the Jews, okay, he despised them, he threatened them. Unsay kibuwat nila sa verse 4, Listen our God, for we are despised. Make their insults return on their own heads and let them be taken as plunder to a land of captivity. Do not cover their guilt. Let their sin be erased from your sight because they have provoked the builders. Verse 9, they prayed to their God. Next time you face a setback in your life, cry out to God first instead of last. Kasagaran mong usakot to ato ah, kining pagsampit sa ginoon, muna na pinakalas na to nga resort, pinakalas na to nga option. Refocus on the Lord who has created you and everything else in the universe around you. Focus on His plan, on His purpose. Come before Him with all of your frustrations, your fears, and even your failures. Admit to Him that you need His strength to go on. Don't wait until you are too exhausted and too discouraged to even come to the Lord. When you begin to feel discouraged, the first thing you need to do is deal with it right away by refocusing and coming in God's presence. Ayaw mo kusuit so bad nga kanamingan ng gani. Awa na gisulay na ginamong tanang options. Now all we can do is just pray. Laming kay paminano. We've tried everything and now all we can do is pray. Sounds very noble, sounds very spiritual. Not actually, if you think about it. Okay? Dapat unta ang unang response is, mag-ampo to sa ginoo. Mag-ampo to sa ginoo. Dili na mo rin ito, sulayan sa inyo sulbad, ay, huwag din na ako kaya, matun ako sa ginoo. No. Once ma-sense ni mo nga, you're beginning to get discouraged, come to the Lord right away. Run to Him. Do not allow discouragement to take an inch. And another inch and to gain territory over your life. When discouragement comes, begin to face and fight it on your knees before the Lord in prayer. Refocus 
and come to the Lord, to the Lord's presence in prayer. Prayer is our first response to the attack of discouragement. Verse 9, and we prayed to our God. Okay, not to other gods, but they prayed to the true and the living God. The second Christian response is not only refocusing and coming in God's presence, but also reorganizing to continue God's plan and continue God's purpose. Kumubasa ka, you know, diba, niyana mo dito, tungod sa gibuat nila ni Sanbalat and everything, na discourage ang mga tao. Tanawang verse 13. Okay, let's begin in verse 9. Ningun si Nehemiah, so we prayed to our God and unsa ilang gibuat. And we stationed a guard because of them day and night, because of Sanbalat and the others. And then in verse 13, so I stationed people behind the lowest sections of the wall at the vulnerable areas. I stationed them by families with their swords, spears, and bows. After I made an inspection, I stood up and said to the nobles of the officials and of the rest of the people, don't be afraid of them. Remember the great and awe-inspiring Lord and fight for your, for your countrymen, your sons, your daughters, and your wives, and homes. Okay? And then, verse 16, from that day on, half of my men did the work while the other half held their spears, shields, bows, and armor. And the officers supported all the people of Judah who were building the wall. The laborers who carried the loads worked with one hand and held a weapon on the other hand. In other words, they made adjustments. As a leader, Nehemiah made some wise adjustments in order to continue the work that God has called them to do and God has called them to accomplish. When you get discouraged, don't give up on your goals. You know what you need to do? Okay? You know what you need to do? Sometimes you need to reorganize and then devise a new approach. Okay? Make some adjustments. As a leadership uh, principle, we can learn from him. When we get discouraged, it doesn't mean you are doing the wrong thing. It could be that we're doing the, the right thing in the wrong way, and we need to make some necessary and needed adjustments. For example, was it wrong for them to build the wall around the city? The answer is absolutely not. But perhaps they were doing it the wrong way. That's why they got discouraged, and they were listening to the wrong voices, and they got discouraged. So when you are feeling tired and frustrated, reorganize to continue in God's purpose and plan until you accomplish God's work. Let me give you an example. Okay? Marriage is God's plan. When you have problems in your marriage, do you quit on your marriage? Do you give up on your marriage? No, I hope you won't. Don't give up on your marriage. Instead, try a new attitude. Learn a new skill perhaps, or maybe understand what marriage is like, okay? When you have a problem in your business, don't give up right away. Try a new approach. When you have a problem in your Christian life, don't give up. Try praying with a new and fresh passion and faith. When you have a problem with your health, give up kasi mo health. No. What do you do? 
Perhaps you can reorganize your schedule and incorporate exercise if you need exercise. Perhaps you can change your diet or you can try a new doctor. Reorganize, okay, to continue on. That's the way to do it. So, some of you are discouraged because of your workload today. What you need to do is reorganize your time and your schedule. Nehemiah rearranged the laborers, okay? This way, ang naitabuato, pag niya, I put some people in the lower parts of the space behind the wall, in open places, okay, or places where there is, they are vulnerable. I stationed people by their clans, okay, or families. So that way, with a new arrangement, they can see each other. They can, you know, see the others who are working too. Do you realize that it is extremely encouraging to, to know that you are not alone in your struggle? To know that, you know, there is unity in the workforce. To realize that you're working with a team and you're, you know, pursuing the same goal and moving in the same direction. Sometimes, that's what we need in life. Okay? So reorganize to continue in God's purpose and plan until, you know, the, works, the work of God is accomplished. Letter C, the third response. Remember and claim God's promises. Sa verse 14, nindot kayo ang gibuhat ni Nehemiah. Nibarog siya, iyang gingnan ng mga leaders, iyang gingnan ang tanan niya mga ginsakpan. Don't be afraid of them. Remember the great and awe-inspiring Lord. In times of discouragement, run to God and His Word. Don't walk. Okay? You run. Don't waste your time. Okay? Be urgent. When we are down spiritually, physically, and emotionally, we need a fresh dose of hope and power from God. Here are some verses that I want to share with you to help us when we are, you know, discouraged and we need some fresh dose of hope and power from the Lord. Philippians 4.13, very familiar to many of us. I can do all things through Him or through Christ who strengthens me. Okay? Kaya na to na siya. Ang ginoo mo yung na to kusog, kadasig. Okay? Iyahat ang tabangan. Psalm 46 verse 1 to 3, sige na nato ni Ngayon na, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear though the, the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though the, its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble and its swelling, we will not be afraid. God is with us. He will help us. He's our refuge and our strength. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 13. As for you, brothers, do not grow weary in doing good. The phrase grow weary means to be discouraged. God is telling us, do not be discouraged. Why? The answer is in the following verse. Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. Let us not grow weary in doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. God promised that we will reap the fruits of our labor, so don't grow weary and don't give up. Don't be discouraged. Overcome your discouragements as you serve God in your ministry. Whatever ministry that God has given you in your home, in your church, or in your work, workplace in the community draw strength and encouragement from God and his word sometimes we get discouraged because you know we lose sight of God 
and we forget his promises. Remember how faithful the Lord has been through all these years and he will remain faithful today. He will remain faithful tomorrow. As one songwriter put it, when I look back, I see that you are faithful. When I look ahead, I know that you are able, Jesus Christ, my Lord. So what are we to remember of the Lord? Let me suggest three things, okay? So that this will help you to recommit yourself, to rededicate your life to God. So that you, this will help you Jesus as you're fine. Remember at least three things. Number one, remember God's goodness to you in the past. He's been so good to you. Wala kay panginanglan nga wala nagiprovide. Wala danger nga wala kaniya gilingkawas, wala kaniya gideliver. God has been so good. Secondly, God's closeness to you in the present. God said, I am with you always, even until the end of the age. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Lastly, God's power for your future. You can say it with Paul. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Because Christ is there to strengthen you. He's your strength and he's your refuge. Remember God's goodness. Remember God's closeness. Remember God's faithfulness, God's power for your future. Jesus reminded us in Mark chapter 9, verse 23. If you can, all things are possible for one who believes. Okay? So, remember the Lord. Remember His promises. Remember God and claim His promises. Lastly, and the last response, Christian response to discouragement is to resist and conquer in God's power. Verse 14, the second part, and fight for your countrymen, your sons and daughters, your wives and homes. Fight. Okay? Fight. In other words, give in, give up, resist. Fight. We are in a battle and God is fighting for us. In overcoming this giant in life, be sure you are fully surrendered to the Lord. Then you can claim the power of this verse I'm about to read. In James chapter 4, verse 7, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Even the devil himself will flee from you if you resist him when you are sub submitted to the authority of God over your life. Resist. Fight. Ayaw okay? padala. Ayaw pa palupig kay ang ginoo na nagauban sa imuha. Okay? Fight. And it's very encouraging now in this fight. Kung mulantaw ka din sa gibuhat, uh, I mean, gi-record sa Nehemiah chapter 4. Wow! They were together as one uh, nation. They were together as one. Nga silang tanan, together they labored, they continued on. Okay, under the leadership of Nehemiah, Gina Nehemiah, do not be afraid of them. Remember the great and awe-inspiring Lord and fight for your countrymen, your sons, and your daughters, and your wives, and your homes. And when our enemies heard that we knew their scheme and that God had frustrated it, every one of us, and I want to say result, every one of us returned to his own work on the wall. From that day on, okay, half, half of his men did the work while the other half helped, held spears, shields, bows, and armor, and they were rebuilding the wall. The laborers who carried the load worked with one hand and held a weapon in the other, 
Each of the builders had his sword strapped around his waist while he was building, and the trumpeter was beside him. Then I said to the nobles and the officials and the rest of the people, The work is enormous and spread out, and we are separated from one another along the wall. Whenever you hear the trumpet sound, rally to us there. Our God will fight for us. So we continued the work while half of the men were holding spears from daybreak until the stars came out. At that time, I also said to the people, let every one of his servants spend the night inside Jerusalem so that they can stand guard by night and work by day. And I and my brothers, my men, and the guards will, with, with me never took off our clothes. Each carried his weapon even when washing. Gadungan sila. Okay? In other words, they, they were looking out for one another. They were carrying one another's burden. They were together, united. Wow. So in conclusion, you don't have to be discouraged. You don't need to be defeated by discouragement. Remember that discouragement is a choice, especially as a Christian. Listen to this. You can choose to give in and give up. But you can also choose to refuse and rise up. Okay? You can choose to give in and give up, but you can choose to refuse and rise up. Don't give up when you are fatigued and frustrated or when you have failed and are fearful. Run to God, reorganize if needed, rest in Him and rise above your discouraging situation. Live in Victory over discouragement. How do we respond to discouragement? I have given you four ways to respond to discouragement. Let me say it again. Refocus and come in God's presence. Reorganize and continue in God's purpose and plan. All right? So remember, number three, remember and claim God's promises. And then lastly, resist in God's power. Resist in God and conquer in God's power. Don't give in. Don't give up. Refuse and rise up. Okay? Live in victory for God's glory. Lord, thank you for this day. My prayer, Lord, is that all of us will learn to live in victory over discouragement. I pray that we can learn, O oh God, to refuse and rise up over this Christian foe called discouragement that we all need to face and fight and overcome in your power. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen.